Okay, folks, welcome back to the Off Center Archers podcast. This is episode number 109. And this is Anthony. And this is Stephanie. And we have been gone for, I don't know, a about, month. yeah, just, just over a month or so. Because Doug was here for the New Year's. That's week. over a month. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, a month the week and a week. Of, so, so about five weeks we've been gone. And there has been a lot of shit that has gone on here for us. Um, some good, some bad, to say the least. The bad part is the reason we're mainly gone, because we have to focus on shit that was going on here in the house. So, short summary of that is that Stephanie and the kids were involved in a car accident. Yeah, some dummy was sitting at a... Well, let me, let me start off like this. Wait, yeah, let me, you need let me to backtrack. Let me, wait, hold on, the, let me the, slow the down. retarded comment. So... Basically, this was the, the report that was given to the trooper on, on scene and mm-hmm. to the insurance, which made everything very easy on my part. And the Spartanburg County cop had to turn his uh, body camera on because he was like, uh, did you, hold on, you have to repeat that. <laughs> this retard like, statement. Boop. It was basically the woman was sitting at the red light. I was approaching a green light. She was elderly. And she, she said she wasn't from the area and the light was taking too long and she thought... That the person on the other side was waving her through the light. So she decides to go. And that was me coming up onto a green light. And there's someone in the turning lane. So I didn't see her until the last minute. So I basically, as she was going through the red light, I smashed right into her. Yep. And I was going five miles below the speed limit because I just don't trust people. So in short, basically, (laughs) she T-boned this old crotchety bitch's fucking caravan. And I told my car. Total the Lancer. Yeah. Um, but but through the caravan into like a 360 into another car. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I pushed her into the other car that was sitting at the light. Yeah. 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 And I got a face and legs full of airbag. And but, bruises. But no, my, Not well, bad my face. Bruising. No, my shin just had a little bruise on it. Yeah. Your face was but a little bit red. My, uh, not really, but it wasn't a bruise. I didn't get burnt. No. No. I didn't get any, uh, besides being sore. Right. And, you know, turned off from going through that intersection for a while. Mm-hmm. I go a long way around everywhere. Yeah, Stephanie's been taking a lot of detours <laughs> lately. And, and I hear from the passenger seat, the, oh, my God. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like five buses away from him. I Calm can't. The hell it's down. a natural reaction because yes. it's like, you know, when you're not even doing anything wrong or someone wasn't paying attention, they just actually admitted that it was taking too but, long. Yeah. So they made the decision to go through it. It kind of throws you off a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you never know when someone's going to be like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to go through it. Yep, exactly. That is one of the the big funny factors about that kind of is just the fact that she was like, yeah, it was taking too long. So I decided to go for it. So the insurance and everything took, it went through very quickly. Yeah, yeah, But we still have a court date in June. That you have to go to, Which is a problem because she's she's an elderly woman. She made the decision to, to go through the light. And two minors. She, uh, yeah. So I had two minors in my car, yes. and the other but, car that got hit by her that I threw her into, there was a minor that right, got right, right, yeah. yeah. And we had, and we had just recently put our son in, um, like one of those full length booster seats, so it still had a back. So, but it wasn't dual shoulder strapped. So Anthony got a a bit of a lump on his head. Yeah. Nothing major. I mean, I, I lost two days worth of work because it was the, you know, okay, you have to observe him for dizziness, possible concussion, blah, 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 blah. 
Thankfully, our son's head is built like fucking stone, and he was perfectly fine. He just had a bruise. Our daughter, she was in her car seat strapped in like it was fucking NASCAR and didn't even have a scratch on her, thankfully. No, she was... So She could have probably went through the windshield, totaled the car by her sheer body weight, and she probably still would have walked away. Oh, our daughter would have just jumped on the hood <laughs> and like, tank. what, bitch? Do it again. No. She's a um, tank. Yeah, she's a tank. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. But, you know... Also, the other car that was hit, the car bag went, the, the car, car bag. bag, yeah, the car bag. <laughs> That's the thing it. Yes, yeah, yeah, the old bag. Um, the passenger airbag, well, both airbags went off in the car. The adult that was in the driver's seat was fine. There was also a 10-year-old in the passenger seat who sustained, I guess, minor injuries from the uh, airbag and was taken to the hospital for observation, blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, it, it's been two and a half weeks of just, all right, this paperwork, that paperwork, submit this, submit that. And now yeah. we, you know, they gave us a rental car for a week. And, you know, there, there was a couple of things that just were involved in making sure all of this got done. And then obviously after everything's all said and done, we have to go and get ourselves another family car. So, which we did. So that is pretty much how things have been going here I we've mean, just been consumed by other things yeah it's, it's 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 literally been two and a half more than half of the time we've been gone has been consumed by this whole nonsense yeah um so you know so because i know people have been asking i did post a photo after everything was taken or everything was taken care of by the insurance um to let people know why we were gone and whatever. And a bunch of people had reached out before that, uh, you know, hey, how's it going, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, especially other podcasters and friends of the show that we know, Rich from uh, Archery Geek Outdoors over in England, immediately reached out to us to see how everything was going. Uh, Lance, of course, from Washington, he uh, right away, you know, wanted to find out how everything was going and several other people. So thank you to everyone else who, you know, is listening, was like, hey, where you guys been? You know, please tell me you're not stopping the show, you know, because you guys are kind of different when it comes to the chattering and archery. It is nice to to know. I mean, we've been doing this for a couple of years now. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and we were talking about this prior. This is a archery podcast, and we BS about other things. Like, mm-hmm. So we include other things that are going on outside of archery. This is not solely just that. Yeah. And, you know, you, you kind of meet people along the way, and you talk to people more here and there. And it, it's kind of like you've never met them in person, but you kind of you get to know people, and it's nice when something goes on, and they reach out, and they, you know, they want to make sure everything's okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean it 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 kind of it's really nice to hear that even though we're not a a schedule every week, you know, all the time because it's not this is not really something that we're trying to motivate to do as as our well we're not a Rogan. No, <laughs> we're, we're not a Rogan. No, no. It's not going to be our main source of it's not any income. It's just just to do it. So asking if everything was all right and kind of checking in so Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It, it's nice to hear from people and, you know, and everyone that does email us or sends us messages on Instagram, whatever, we respond to pretty much everything. Um, and we ignore all the reviews. Most of our reviews aren't bad anymore, except for that one dude that really, like, irked me a while back. But that, that's <laughs> about it, you know? Like, oh, my God, the wife curses. Oh, my God. Whatever. But 
gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Yeah. Watch that Netflix documentary on curse words and where they came from and why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. people think they're so horrible. Go watch Nicolas Cage try to be sophisticated talking about the word fuck for an hour. It's actually pretty funny. <laughs> it is. It is funny. Pretty funny. But they have him like a, a, by a fireplace and he's like, the origin of the word. And you're like. That's not the only word they go through. They go through the other ones too. Yeah, they go through all of them. But I mean, I, I just think it's hysterical that he's, he, tr- they, Make it where he's trying to be like proper about it. I think it's funny how how people get so up in arms about it about people using those words. Yeah, it's a word. Well, that's because everyone's offended right now. Yeah, about everything. You know? yeah. But I mean, it's it's just all in how you take it. Yeah. Like if you told someone to go fuck themselves, then that was more aggressive. And okay, maybe that. Hey, wait, 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 buddy, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're like, oh man, what the fuck? That's not that's not aggressive. No, it's like, no, what is going on here? Like, holy shit. Well, you gotta shit. remember now, now it's not just being aggressive. People are so snowflakeish. There's microaggressions. Yeah, but, but see, then you got the fucking A, man, as you high five him because yeah, yeah, he did yeah. a great job. Yeah. That's, a, that's a positive. Mm-hmm. That's a, like a super positive. That's like putting an exclamation point on There's that. There's like positive. a whole meme of several different uses of the word <laughs> fuck, and I made sure I sent it to my mother. Because she uses great. it. Oh, my mother, yeah. You know. I, I get blamed for all that shit. Oh my God, did you hear what your daughter said? I'm like, what'd she say? She says it appropriately. She though. tripped and she said, oh shit. I'm like, that's not my word. That's Stephanie's word. <laughs> that's my word. That's Steph's. Don't look at me. She's like, what are you talking about? That's your fault. I'm like, I don't say shit. That is not my four letter word. <laughs> I was like, I drop F bombs. Steph's like, oh shit, shit, this. It's yeah. hard to say something against your kids though when they use it appropriately. They're not just walking around the house just saying it just to say it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's even imperfect. when the kids get like disciplined, it's like holy shit, what are you doing? <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Our yeah. son got a hold of a, a marker and he was writing letters all along the wall. That was epic. So she looks at me and she looks at him. And she says, "Anthony, what the fuck? <laughs> this is no good." That was me. That 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 phrase is definitely me. <laughs> this, is, this, is this is no is, good. <laughs> this is our daughter. And as Stephanie Stephanie had posted a video of this on our private accounts, and uh, the whole family got to see it. And as Stephanie is going through the house videoing all the marker on the walls, my daughter is pointing out all the letters my son They're wrote. so excited Everywhere. about it. Yeah, she's like, look, that's an M. Look, mommy, that's a J. Look, mommy, H. an L. And <laughs> yeah, there's an H. And I guess even you, after like you were all done cleaned and kind of calmed down, you're like, you know, is the best part of all of us. I'm like, that was the fucking best part. She's like, <laughs> His handwriting got better. I'm like, fucking Jesus. Yeah. Girl. I'm like, oh well, my God. Well, I was God. still sore. I just wanted to relax. And as long as they weren't murdering yes. each other, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I, it's fine. But then you hear that that's along the wall and you're like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look up. I'm like, oh, It's a typical no. kids, though. Like, when they're quiet, you're like, what the <laughs> fuck are they doing? But they weren't. They were reciting letters. But now I know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just find, like, some of the stuff they do lately has been funny. Um. My mom bought them like this bungee cord bow and arrow. And every time my bow comes out, you know, because before I go to like a shoot or even a practice in general outside the house, I check everything, you know. And uh, there's my son goes and gets that little fucking bow and he just starts shooting everything, including his sister. Yep. So thankfully, there's suction cups. Um, we do have to somehow get our daughter one now. Well, we got more of the air, well, quote unquote arrows because the other one's broke. Oh, did they break? Yeah, they broke. Oh, man. They're only in that thin plastic. They're not meant to. Yeah, they're the thin plastic suction cup arrows, whatever. We should go get them archery tag arrows so they really can shoot each other and no one will give a shit. Or our TV. 
Yeah, well, yeah, our TV. Well, he won't shoot that. She will, though. She will. Yeah, our daughter will. Our, you, I could see our daughter just in a fit of anger because she's our daughter and she's stubborn as shit like us. It'll be like, oh, you're going to yell at me, bitch? Yeah. Dude, fuck your 65-inch TV, asshole. <laughs> your you know? Post-it note on the wall. Y'all like street outlaws? Well, fuck those guys. Just there goes the picture, you know? <laughs> so, I don't know. But, uh, all right. So, let's talk about some stuff that's going on in archery. You want to talk about our pocket quiver? Because that was the last one that we were talking about. Sure. Why not? So, one of the 3D printed items that I have in my shop right now mm-hmm. is the, the pocket quiver. And I it think has, I mentioned it before. Yeah, and it has the seven holes because it has a, a pocket, like a a space for a pen. pen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I lose them all the fucking time. I gotta say, we were looking at comparative prices because on their virtual ATA this year with Lancaster, because everything's virtual and nothing's yeah, in you person. You can't knock Lancaster, Lancaster. No, I'm not knocking yeah. them, but the, I'm knocking the whole virtual thing. Instead oh, the of just virtual doing thing, the, yeah. yeah. Because I'm, I mean, watching the videos, I think PJ did a really, really good job. No, he that's what he had to work with. So right. he did a good job with what he had to work with. But it, I'm just knocking the virtual. One bullshit. downside to me for the whole virtual thing, because when these people know that they're going to do something virtual. Don't a use your headset microphone on your fucking AirPods or your Samsung fucking headphones or something, because that would be my only complaint of all the videos I watch between him, the sound, bow hunter die. You but know, the, th- the thing is, is that these people, the, the the people aren't set up for that. They're probably like, oh yeah, shit, we have to do something virtual. What do we use? That's I don't know. fine. You can Google what's a good like USB microphone. For you know, they're video not. Chatting. But the thing is, though, if they already have something that they can use that's just workable, then reach out to a podcaster and use a fucking brain cell. I mean, one of the most popular microphones for anyone that's going to start a podcast, especially if you're going to do it by yourself, because you can fucking tweak the sound fantastically, is a microphone the Samson called the Samson, yeah, Samson Q2U. Mm-hmm. It can do both. USB, so you can plug that bitch right into your computer. And then if you want even better sound, you can get yourself an audio interface and it has an XLR plug in it. The motherfucker is $42 normally. They... So instead of spending $42, you did a whole presentation that sounded like dog shit. Now, I'm not going to say the products weren't there because PJ had all the products in front of him. Yeah. So nothing is to, to blame on Lancaster. PJ had one of the most baller out fucking microphones in front of his face. And you could tell by the audio it was amplified because yeah. if you don't know anything about the the the, uh, the Shure SM7B, it's the same microphone that Joe Rogan uses, and it's the shit. But it requires so much fucking power that you have to amplify the microphone before it goes into your fucking mixer. So, you know, he had fantastic sound, good sound, good video. Everyone he spoke to was using their bullshit camera on their fucking laptops, yeah, and some garbage ass like 599 skull candy fucking microphones around their necks and it all sat you know it all sounded like they were in a fucking hallway you could take one yeah. of the microphones we have these are normally buy one get one free and you could probably get a set for a hundred bucks they probably picked who was gonna do that presentation by who drew the lo- the short straw yeah but it's no fine, one probably wants to do it everyone pj spoke to and like I said, this is not to knock Lancaster. I think PJ's side and Lancaster's side of the equation was fucking phenomenal. 
But because they do videos already, they know right. how it works. But when you have people like, all right, and this is not the shit on anybody because I use half this shit. Yeah, okay. You know, gas bowstrings, fantastic products. The Ghost XVs are fucking the shit. Listen, right? just because they put out good products doesn't mean the sales reps are equally as good right. to their products. But if you're going to run into a portion where you know four months in advance that ATA is canceled, you know you're going to have to do shit virtually. What do you need for virtual? A you camera. can spend $109 on a fucking USB 1080p camera like we have because mm-hmm. our USB fucking uh, thing that we bought so you can do all the virtual shit when COVID first happened with our son. Oh, yeah. For him to do his, his therapies, therapies and all that virtual. That bitch was $79.99. Fucking fantastic. Can do 60 frames a second and 1080p. All right. So 80 bucks on that and a $42 microphone to make your presentation worth the shit. Yeah. Fix the whole equation. You don't even have to have the products. Like I said, PJ had all the products in front of him laid out. Baller as fuck. All right. So Lancaster's whole side of the thing was great. Everyone else's was like dog shit. Okay. So it, it's so stupid. I, and I know it's a dumb fucking rant, but, you know, it, presentation means a lot. It's not just the products. When you have to do a virtual event, you have to cover the whole stupidness. Because even though I really do think the whole virtual aspect had to, was fucking retarded because everyone's afraid of everything. But whatever. Are we finished? Yes. Yes. I'm done with my, my uh, tech fucking rant. Whatever. So we were looking through the, some of the other prices of some of the other companies that put out pocket quivers. And I mean, it's really not a high tech thing. It sits no. in your pocket. It holds your, your arrows mm-hmm. from going anywhere yep. to make it easy for you. If you don't want to do the, the, the side quiver. Right. Yeah, the big hip quiver. And yeah, the hip quiver. I have to get a new one. So, why? Because I, ha- I don't shoot anything Easton. <laughs> I have an Easton quiver loaded with Black Eagle arrows. And print a fucking sticker and put it over it. Uh, I, no, I took a heat gun to it and removed the Easton emblem. Okay, then who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just think it's Put funny. shooting skulls on the side of it. There you go. You, Boom, do solved. Do you know what argument is going to start if I make a have a shooting skull <laughs> patch made? <laughs> Who has been screaming for that shit? No, for no. A, a and I know right sticker, now Doug's in his workbench going, me, bitch, me, bitch. Not a pa- because patches are fucking expensive unless yes. you buy massive bulk. And I'm not mm-hmm. buying massive bulk because it does take massive money, even though you get it for I a cheaper know, man. Does per- people want to put that, that want to put your shit on their, their archer uh, shooting jerseys? Yeah, but that's not a patch, like a sewed on. And that's done by the actual company who puts out the jersey. I, all I do is give them the image, and they take care of it. Okay. So it's still. Right. It doesn't solve anything. No, just saying. <laughs> so we were looking at some of those, and man, they're like 30 bucks, $28. I think boning was the only one that was actually at our price and we're, range. Yeah, we're within, a, we're within a dollar of theirs. And we got that extra hole. Fine. Yeah, yeah, theirs is a six. Ours it's is a very, seven. And I, I just don't like the design of it. And the sad part is, um, their design is nothing new because I have their design in the garage. It's a basic design. It's a basic design, but the problem is you're like, oh, look, 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 look what we made. Look what we made. And it's like, motherfucker, that design has been on the 3D printing forums for fucking years. I'm sorry, but that's the same, that is on the same level as War Torn having their shot trainer, them putting their bubble level on it and mm-hmm. trying to patent that shit because, you know, 
no one's ever seen a bubble level before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's something new that, that's to everything. Too, is that Talk to someone in construction with a fucking level. Yeah, well, no, I don't even think it's just the level. Like the actual physical no, design. No, the of it, bubble. They, le- it's a goddamn the, bubble level. It, it, but the grip and the bubble and all of that, the, the grip, swivel head. The grip for the shot trainer, which is just the grip. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. whole thing itself. Right. Well, I mean, but the Ridiculous. actual physical item has been on the 3D. Like you could find the war torn, uh, like shot trainer 3D printable version. Yeah, I get if you mimic it. No, like it's not even that piece. if you mimic it. I mean, that product is only just over a year old. And then you look at the timestamp on the one that's on the 3D printing forms and it shows it's from four and a half years ago. So that's where the problem comes in because I, and I'm not going to say someone's stealing shit. I don't give a fuck. Get your shit, bro. Get your own fucking money. And if some jackass will let you fucking <laughs> patent some free shit you stole offline, fucking have at it. I don't give a fuck. Get your money. Especially in an archery um, industry, I mean, timestamps are a bitch on the internet. Internet yeah, is yeah, forever. Yeah. Nothing gets deleted. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it, it's it's just so strange. And I do think that the Spitfire from War Torn is overpriced. No, 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 no. Because it's CNC machined aluminum. So you don't think it's overpriced? Well, I, I haven't looked up the price lately, so I don't even know what it is. It's like three digit pricing. Yeah, it's well, it's also like I said, it's machined aluminum ball bearings and all that. <laughs> no, it's like that. That's way too much. Just to uh, just for a shot trainer, get the fuck out of here. Like seriously, that means you got money that you just want to throw away. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, everything in archery is expensive. There's nothing you could do. I right think now anything you could slap a name on, boom, fifty percent price increase. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's the nature of business, though. I mean, people are just going to be like, I want to make this much. Bro, it's like a 700% markup. Fuck them. All right. Well, yeah. okay. Hmm. No. You know. I get but, yelled at for underpricing stuff. You do underprice your <laughs> shit, okay? Like, horribly. Uh, horribly. Listen, I take what it costs to make it, and I don't. I don't ever look at hourly because it doesn't work the same. It this that shop gave me the opportunity to do something to like for stress relieving as a, it was started as a oh, hobby. I'm not talking about the wristlings. I watch you make those things in five minutes. Yeah, I know the call well, lanyards. The easy ones. The, the call lanyards. Like but minutes. the thing is, is that in between the kids, I do it. I'm mm. in the middle of one one order or right. one project. So. To start and stop, start and stop, start and stop, it, it wastes more time than if you could actually just sit there uninterrupted and quiet. Right. And, right. you know, so it doesn't, it doesn't really work the same. And I view it as I'm going to be home any, anyway. I'm right, here. Right. I'm here whether I like it or not. So if I can do this while I'm here in between everything I'm doing anyway, like such as, you know, the house chores and yeah, the kids I, I... and stuff like that, then... Then what's the point in trying to make all this no, extra? It's not, no, I understand that. But when it comes to, all right, majority of your wrestlings, yes, I think those are fairly priced. Because I've had more practice with them, so I get quicker as yeah, I go. That's not the problem. The problem is the duck call lanyards. <laughs> all right? Your wrestlings, yes, you're efficient at it. But when you send out a lanyard with multiple fucking drops, eight. multiple calls. Oh, eight. eight. Oh, just, just, just. You just you could have eight calls around your neck. You could be the fucking Mister T of duck hunting, okay? <laughs> just fucking shit dangling and chingling and fucking everywhere around your goddamn neck. 
All right. And how much do you charge for them? Not enough. That's the fucking answer. Not enough. Because when you go to Cabela's and Bass Pro and you look up their duck call lanyards and you're like, wait a minute, why do I got to pay $24.99 for this fucking turd looking goddamn thing? And then they look at yours going, this chick's a crackhead. That's too cheap. I'm going to buy seven of them, you know, and I'm going to resell her shit as mine, you know? So, and that's what it comes down to when I, when I see it, because it, it is, it's, it's just like, oh, Oh, look, it's another, another duck call lanyard. Did you raise the price yet? Ah, uh, I'll wait till <laughs> after the season. You said that after about Christmas. I'll wait till after Christmas to raise it. And it's not like I want you to raise it a lot. I did. I did raise it. You know, so I was like, all right, you know, be competitive with the stores because A, yours has is better than anything that's available in Cabela's and fucking Sportsman's Outdoors and fucking all of these goddamn stores because it's like twenty four ninety nine for a bucket of shit that holds two calls when you they could have up to eight on theirs that's retarded first off so you know and the efficiency and everyone loves them and this and that. I mean Jesus Christ she had the one woman she like ordered one and then she had to reorder for her entire fucking family yeah she ordered like four more after that I got another yeah. one for four <clears throat> yeah and, some uh, dude today ordered four one hit yeah. Actually, he might be getting a lot more than that too. Yes, 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 yes. Which once that once that's all settled out, then I'll say, but I can't say it yet. Yeah. Which is the funny part because I actually, when I did this, because I did it for someone who was specifically asking, which mm-hmm. I'm fine with, and they gave me feedback, and I was like, yeah, all right, well, let me know the pros and cons, and I'll change some things, and then I'll figure it out, and I know the measurements and stuff like that, and I was like, yeah, I'll just throw it up there. See in my happens. shop and you know because it's part of the hunting and archery and everything else not about well no it's not part of archery well no, 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 no. some things that yes. field of um usually hunters like if they're doing uh, other hunting as far as archery goes usually they carry over into oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. As, as far as duck hunting mm-hmm. goes and or predator hunting and, and yeah. whatnot uh so it's kind of like in the same it's in the same family so I figured, eh, why not? And, and it just kind of took off. Exploded. Is yeah. What it, did. it didn't even kind of take off. It was I like, gotta say. Oh, the first like week, there was like three. And ever since then, there's been like sometimes two or three a day. Yeah. I, <laughs> I honestly, I'm more shocked now to see a, a bowsling come up now. Yeah, than, yeah, yeah. Because it's mostly been call in your call in your and it's all year long. It's yeah, not yeah. during certain seasons. It's yeah. all year long. I just think it's funny because I'll purposely like join like duck hunting, you know, uh groups on Facebook. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, all right, you know, let's see what's you know, I want to try and get into more more hunting and some more fishing. Let me join these other groups. I can fucking shoot a deer from almost a hundred yards. Why not? Fuck it. Let's learn some more shit. Let's get some more animals. Why not? You know, try to expand my want and you know want for hunting and stuff and just more knowledge in general and i'm like oh all right just, everyone's so i keep seeing you know inside our precision oh we're fucking duck hunting all right, cool. yeah motherfucker walks out with like a duffel bag full of fucking ducks i'm like damn dude good yeah. shit good for you you know and his videos are fantastic anyway and i've mentioned him a hundred times um but and i'm like oh look at these duck hole lanyards and people are like where the <laughs> fuck did you get that from and i'm like that looks familiar (laughs) and i'm and i see it you need to go talk to uh stephanie at shooting skulls and i'm like (laughs) 
is it odd like 150 <laughs> dudes know my wife's name? And, you know, you just got to sit there. You're like, ah. Uh. And they'll be like, oh, bro, how much did you charge for it? And he's like, bro, I got it on a Christmas deal. It was a smash. It was like fucking $19 shipped. And I'm like, that fucking retard. You know? And I'm just sitting there like stunned. I'm like, oh, my God. She's selling them still for $19 shipped. She's making, she's like fucking rubbing pennies that she's making so little money. You know? And it, it's just it makes me happy to see other people. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm sitting there with you as I'm on my phone in this group and I hear ching from your app and like five minutes later, ching, you're like, fucking duck calls are out of control right now. And I'm like, Oh God. She only knew what these fucking douchebags on this fucking duck hunting app and you know. And that and that's where I got the Mr. T joke from because I I get one dude posted a photo of himself with Every single drop that you made <laughs> had a separate call on it. And certain ones, because if anyone's seen some of these duck calls, some of them have a single slot you can tie on and some calls have a double. Yeah. No, this motherfucker was balling out of control. Every drop had its own call on it. This well, bitch had 14 calls around his neck. He looked like the redneck baller fucking Mr. <laughs> T you've ever seen in your life. It was hysterical. It's not just for ducks, though. Like, I got predator hunters. I got... Yeah, coy- they all look like duck calls. Yeah. And there's a... coyote a, call. Looks like a duck call. One of my current orders, he actually goes duck he, and elk hunting. Well, he's a custom. So he too. wants he wants his both of those calls to be on the same one and not s- smash into each other. But it's not just duck calls is what i'm trying to say not going to fit a bugle horn on one of them motherfuckers for elk no 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 no, no. he has some other call that he uses so for that he just needs a bino strap (laughs) no 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 he says he it's he uses a different kind of call that he can fit on a lanyard and i'm not i'm not proficient in all the calls that are out there so i can't neither am i at all i never question they tell me what they need and i i say okay it's just a matter of just changing the sizing and that's it Yep, it's yep. very easy on my end, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It, it you know, it, it's something because I, I feel like I enjoyed doing it, and I like seeing people happy that they didn't get taken for their money on something. And yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I, I am making something. I'm not rolling in the fucking cash, but like, yeah, but still, I, it. I mean, it's. Just I feel amusing. like it's something I get to do with my extra time that I feel like I'm doing something productive. With my hand, like, you know, when you make something, you feel, and something, someone else enjoys it. Right, right. The craftsmanship behind it. like Yeah, it's, yeah, for it's, sure. It makes you well, happy that they did it. They're not trying to take all their money. You make a little bit over what you spent yeah, for your yeah. time, and then that's it. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, well, we're also and not loyalty. people that are trying to get rich. No, so. but the thing is, though, you also have to take into account how many people are now strictly come back to me. Right. And those extra oh, that yeah, might sure. have not if I overcharged. Yeah, absolutely. So you got loyalty that kind of comes back around and they tell how many other people and they're happy with that. And those people come and then they tell how many other people, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to swim in the same crowd that, oh, they're all the same price. So it doesn't really matter where you go. Right. So that's kind of how I view it. No, I just I just think it's funny. Not in losing general, money. Like people that are. You know, I mean, your store has like so, I mean, fuck, if you look at the reviews on your page, I think right now it's up to like 25 pages or some absurd shit and everything is a five star Yeah, across the board, which I think is pretty cool. And then when you get the comments back in the messages to you from people that have gotten 
you know, call lanyards or slings or whatever from you, um, you get the, you know, oh, well, I, I, I bought this for my boyfriend. Like the one woman said that she bought it like for her boyfriend or some shit like that. Yeah. And she, she needed a new lanyard for, it was, um, some dog, uh, communicator. I don't, man, I don't, I don't know some of the stuff for like the dogs, mm-hmm. but it, it was basically, she didn't, she took a picture of her current one. She needed a new one. And she wanted me to kind of do something like it. Right. It wasn't a paracord or anything. It was it was some other generic material that gets used. And uh, so I made it, and she was happy with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I get. I mean, yeah, but no, there was I, one I like requests. particular that was it was for a duck call lanyard. Like she ordered it for her boyfriend for Christmas or her fiance for Christmas or something yeah. like that. And he was like, "Where the hell did you get this?" Like, oh, I had there's a person who, yeah, I've had a Etsy couple of those. makes these that are you know, yeah. they custom make them by color and this and that. And I picked these colors because it matched your camo and blah blah. And he was like, This is ridiculous, you know. I've had a couple like that, and I've had a couple that just come back. And yeah, I think there was one that I still kind of tossing around because I it was a uh, a shotgun sling, um, right? Know, mm-hmm. The shotgun hangers where you can attach it to your gun and then uh hang it like on a um, tree branch or something like that. And it's supposed to be simple. But my problem was that I was having is that to find the quick disconnects in a certain style, I mean, you can find them on Amazon all day long, but the problem is, is that when you actually pay attention to where they're coming out of, Mm -hmm. it's all fucking China. It's all China. And I'm trying to stay away from all that shit. Like when I can, I'm trying to look and see, okay, where's the headquarters or where's the main company that's, making them and right right so those for some reason you know this the snapbook ones i was able to find right but man those the other quick disconnects for some reason i cannot find a u.s manufacturer but i think I, well i found one but it was like four times the amount for two of them right it was like 18 dollars for two versus the eight Right. I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's how a lot of this stuff is right now, you know. And sadly enough, the jackass that's now in office is going to be letting China flood their trash into the country again. It's hard because sometimes you, you look online and, you know, a lot of the companies have a U.S. address, but then when you look at where they're actually getting manufactured and stuff like that, it's still oh, like China. Oh, yeah. So it gets tricky. I mean, I know I can't get too picky on stuff. So. Yep, yep, yep. But at least all my cord is made out of the U.S. Yeah. And I know the manufacturing sure. plant is in the U.S. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Which is good. That. So. Didn't you have a question about your bow that someone yes, wanted? Yes, yes. Someone had sent me a question as a topic for one of the podcasts, and I'll just get into that now since, I mean, real realistically, there hasn't been much going on, like I said, since the accident. So we will just cover this as one of the topics for this. Except my shop. My shop. Yeah, is... your shop has been busy. That's been retarded. I got like about 60 right. call-ins to make, but that's cool. All right. So the topic that I got asked about was the fact that I switched from the Perform X 3D to the full-size Perform X, the 40-inch. And why did I do so? So... For me, there's been a couple of reasons why I did it. Because bigger's better. That's what she said. Anyway. <laughs> uh, it's all how of, you shoot it. 
It's a lot of dick jokes right there. I know that, right? okay. <laughs> no, that's why I threw it out. Okay. Um, for me, it's it had a lot to do with a couple of conversations I've had with people and also the actual feel of the bow in a lot of ways. Uh, for like the best example I can give is the fact one of the conversations that I had about the bows and it was with a person who shoots for PSE and is able to shoot every fucking model on the planet. It, it, it came down to the fact of like, oh, look, yo, man, I got the 37. He's like, oh, man, it's a nice bow. And I'm shooting it. And he's like, what's your draw length? 29. Like, maybe just a 29, just a hair over 29. It's like, should have got the 40. I'm like, huh? It like, ain't, it ain't, uh, from, he shoots. Yes. Sometimes. Yes. You know, Mr. Yes, yes, poof, yes, poof. yes. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, um, well, him and other people too. So anyway, get the fuck out of here. There's no one else. No one else. Whatever. All right. Fucking privilege, privilege, privilege. That's fine. Anyway, and it became the okay. You know, well, the main reason it got suggested was that since my draw length is twenty nine. It, it kind of put me in more of the speed effective range of the cam when you compared the two to each other. And also the string angle had a lot to do with it. And everybody knows that the, you know, the better string angle you have and the, the longer bows are always more forgiving. And it just comes in handy with when you have gorilla arms. Um, I'm a gorilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically <laughs> I shot someone else's Performex 40 inch. And went back and forth between theirs and mine. I was using my arrow, so the speeds were kind of comparable. I noticed that the 40-inch, the arrow was about an inch lower than my 37 was. And I just kept going back and forth. And I did find that the 40-inch felt like it just wanted to stay there more. Whereas the 37, to me, seemed to be extremely top-heavy. You know, it is a shoot-through riser and whatnot, but the 40-inch actually felt like it was more balanced with nothing on it than the 37 did. So, and I don't, I, I never bothered to measure, but it always seemed to me like the, the, uh, the shoot-through section of the riser for the 37 and the 40 happened to be the same size. So, I don't know if maybe that extra metal that was on the 37 made it where it was as top heavy, whereas the 40 was more spread out because the riser is obviously three inches longer and so on. What so, is the actual weight to them? Oh, no, my bow's heavy as shit. That is for sure. I think my bow is almost or, or is five pounds with nothing on it. And then you add my CBE sight and that 40 well, millimeter the thing is, the scope. And sometimes when you get used to using one thing and then you try something new, that first feel sometimes is like, oh, this is wow, this is so, so well, much better. But it really isn't. Well, that's what the reason it's too is different. like, you know, I waited after we got the the forty inch that I have, I took both of them with me to the range. And then I shot both of them. And they both had pretty much identical setups on them. I mean, right. it was you know, I put a drop away on the forty inch for the day, you know, whereas the thirty seven did have my AAE Pro Blade on it and I just kept going back and forth between the two. They both had gas, ghost V, XV, yeah, XV, whatever it is, the gas ghost strings. 
um, on both, same size peep, both eighth inch. I was just switching the sight back and forth between the two. Right. Just to get a feel for it. And the 40 held way better. And I w- it's not like I was, I was going from the 37 to the 40. I was switching the weights on the stabilizer. It was still three ounces on the front, nine ounces on the back, or 10, no, I have 10 ounces on the back. So, and I was literally just moving the rods from one to the other, just nonstop. It was okay, do a round on this one, do a round on the 40 back. And it literally just became to, okay, no, the 40 definitely holds better for me. And it just seemed to go with my draw length a, a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And that's what it came down to for me. It was like when I would shoot the 37, I could feel myself have to just nudge my head down so my nose would touch the string. Whereas the 40, I can stand completely straight up. No head movement, nothing. I could bring my hand to my face and the nose is dead on the corner of my mouth and on the tip of my nose. So it just seemed to fit me better personally. You know, and I'm not going to, I mean, I, I mean, I poke jokes at myself all the time. I'm, I'm an Italian fucking guy. I have a big ass nose. I mean, if I was a bird, I could turn my head and change fucking directions. So, you know, it, it, uh, it just seemed to fit me better. The bow felt like it was more balanced to me. Now, granted, the newer bows don't seem to have that problem anymore, in my opinion. Like, I've shot a 40-inch Citation, and I think I've shot a 36. And they don't seem to have that. that the, both of these, the new ones, feel like they are identical, and they are proper weight ratio, top the to bottom. distribution. Yeah, it feels much, much more even. Um, the wide limbs do give it a little bit more of a better feel than the Perform X. I wouldn't say it's drastic at all. Um, but I, like I said, I, I've only shot one of them a couple of times. I didn't notice a severe difference from their bow to my bow. My bow actually felt faster than yeah. theirs. So who knows? But that's the reason I swapped from one to the other. It's just it, it came down to feel couple of recommendations of what to try. The string angle for me felt better. It was, it was one of those where I can stand up 100% straight proper, just look to the left and bring my hand to my face, and the string, was, the string angle was perfect to my face. So um, shot-wise, they both shot really, really well. They felt good. I did happen to notice, you know, I have to use nine, uh, three ounces on the front and nine ounces on the rear of the 40. And with the 37, most of the time, I was running three ounces out front and 11 on the rear. So I had to add more weight because the bow just wanted to dive forward because it was so top heavy. Well, it's different different strokes for different folks. Right, right, right. Just because the bow is made the same way from bow to bow mm-hmm. for that same model doesn't mean that each person that shoots it is going to shoot the same way. Exactly. No, that's why I think that's one of the reasons why every time, you know, people are like, oh, what's the perfect bow? Go shoot them. I'm not yeah, going to tell you, you what's the perfect bow because a string mangle, may, a string, string this, mangle, a string yeah. angle may feel different from you as it is for uh-huh. me. It's like, you know, everyone was like, oh, you should get the NXT 31. No. I've shot 31 inch bows. I don't like even PSEs. I don't like the string angle on the 31 inch PSE. I prefer the 33. But that's for you. Right. It feels comfortable for me. Now, for someone who's going to have a 27 and a half inch draw and is five foot eight, 
that 31 is probably going to be fucking knockout killer for you. Whereas me being 5'10 and having a 29 to 29 and a quarter inch fucking draw length because I got chimp arms, it, that string angle sucks because I got to put my nose down on the string. And I notice yeah. it. The more I shoot my Performex 40, it actually has made shooting the inertia harder for me <laughs> because I noticed the string angle because the inertia is only, a, I think it's a 31 and no, it's a 30. Yeah, 31 and a half or 32, something right. like that. I have no choice but to put lean my head down to get my nose on the string. Or I have to up the draw length to 29 and a half to make the string go past the corner of my mouth. Right. So, you know, that, I think that's one of the, the things where I constantly say, I, I'm, I'm, I, there's no really brand loyalty. You shoot what you want. You shoot what feels good for you. You know, like and people's heard me say, I, I think Matthews bows shoot fantastic. Well, aren't the new Hoyts basically just kind of like a PSC anyway? And Matthews, yeah, yeah. They kind of <laughs> just stole everything it's from a lot of people's opinions. Lots. There's no more Cam 1, 2, and 3. There's one Cam. There's cam, two different modules. PSC and, and Matthews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of people are going to be pissed off, because, especially now that... Um, I think his name's Caleb. I constantly butcher his name. But uh, dude from Inside Out Precision. He did his review on it, and he showed that the shorter draw module, which stops at 29, mm -hmm. has really good speed. The longer draw mod module starts at 29.5. Now, normally, if you go up in draw length, your bow gets faster. Not with that fucking thing. It got like 8 or 10 feet slower because it was at the most... The least efficient portion of the new lobe for the longer draw portion of the module so it actually and physically gets soared so if you're up to a 29 inch and you like hoyts apparently this new module is kick-ass because it really is a 29 that motherfucker was throwing throwing some great ass fucking speed but 29 and a half 30 well here's a question too is mm -hmm. that the same model that cam usually gets cameron haynes yes because he was saying that yeah, they were the rx5 yeah yeah that they wouldn't actually up the poundage yeah, for what he, he wanted uses. A 90. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah, he's yeah. you know got them probably well, how much business? I, I don't think it wasn't that they wouldn't do it. It's just it wasn't available. Whereas all the other ones, he was like, "Oh yeah, I need a 90. And they were like, "Oh here you go, Kim." You know, from, from the shit that I've read about it. So apparently that created they a expect? bit of a tisp because you know Cam, what they expect. That's what he shoots. He's the well, no, 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 no. Different. He normally shoots an 80. But he takes a 90 when he goes to places like Australia so he can hang out with Adam Greentree and kill these giant-ass water buffaloes that have, like, bulletproof fucking fat-layered skin. Yeah, but they know this. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they okay. were probably hoping it was going to fly. Oh, like, yeah. Like, here, sure. here, just take this one. And he's like, no, that's not what I usually do. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, I'll see what happened was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's like, fuck you guys. I'm sure he can get it done. I mean, Cam knows so many people in the top of the business. These dudes know how to wind cables to make the cable, uh, to make the bows stronger and faster and all this other mm. shit. So, you know, I'm sure he knows exactly. And I mean, he goes to the bow rack. You know, the guys Wayne and the, the dude from Inside Our Precision's from there. That shop is probably the most known, you know, Oregon shop in the entire state, if not one of the most known shops in the entire country. Because they got online videos that they do on a daily basis. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and true, from yeah. and Wayne, from 
Wayne posts videos every day on their Instagram or photos. There's shit going on every day on the Borax yeah. Instagram. And plus you have, you know, Inside Out Precision doing awesome videos out of that shop, which is great. Um, let's see, what else is there? John Dudley released a new series. Or yeah, two. but it was out of order. Well, it was weird, yeah, because right now you see season three seemed to have come out before season two on his YouTube channel. Now, I, 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 I'm, I, I don't follow the knock-on website much at all. I wonder I if the YouTube... The new design looks badass, but I just don't follow the fucking website. I'm, I'm, I like YouTube. I wonder if YouTube actually screwed up on the release dates. Like, they... Well, you have to pre-schedule them. So, yeah, if anything, that'll but... be on them. Yeah, that's true, but I mean... But it was like season three seemed to have come out like a month before season two. And right now, it's all the, you know, all right, new peep, what you should see. He's doing all of the, like, season one was supposed to be, every, it didn't matter what was on the bow. Season one was all about form technique. Now, season two is about, you know, working on the bow and knowing what your peep sight's supposed to be like. And the differences in multi-pin sights, the single-pin sights, and then the hybrid sights, like the, the double-pinned um, spot hog. Yeah. You know. Granted, I, I do like the knock-on version of the double pin. I just don't like the solid mount. I like the dovetail mount better. Yeah. Because apparently the original um, double pin Fast Eddie was only available, I believe, in point zero uh, the, the ten thousands pins, whereas the knock-ons you can get 19, which is like my favorite size pin because I think ten thousands just aren't fucking bright enough. So, you know, plus everything's fucking green. So can't lose out on that. Well, yeah. You know. So, you know, uh, he's releasing his videos, which are, are very good as always. Um, Brandon McDonald is also releasing a bunch of videos lately. Uh, and I think just the title of his seemed to just like uh, other things that's going to attract me to his videos. Because, I mean, he, he throws like spoofy things in his videos, especially now that he's throwing outtakes in. And the titles of his new series are How Not to Suck at Archery in 2021. Oh, and I'm yeah, like, that's right. Yep, home run, bro. <laughs> good, good job on the title. You know, him and, smoking his cigar and smoke, just and drinking something. A cigar and people what is fucking it? ripping on him because he was apparently drinking some garbage ass maple syrup bourbon, <laughs> which is good. Um, so let's see what else is going on. There's a lot of shoots in South Carolina right now. Yeah, there was one today. I chose not to go to it because. I love South Carolina. I love the hospitality of people here. Uh, you know, everyone's so fucking friendly and everything. And it, uh, you know, they're just they're very like, very awesome, very welcoming people. <clears throat> but I'm just going to say it. You fuckers suck at driving in snow. And it snowed last night. They and... can't drive in sunshine in perfect weather. Yeah, 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 exactly. The old bitch that ran a red light, hence. <laughs> Her? Oh, I've, I've seen how many people staring at their phones as they're driving. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some people who don't want to wait in the morning because they Absolutely. need to get to work because they're fucking late because their fat ass wouldn't get out of bed on time. Right, right. You know, and it, it just, it's, and I like Kiwi Bowman, and this is not nothing to knock them at all. That's, that fucking club is phenomenal. Everyone there is awesome. Um, but just the thought of having to drive an hour and 25 minutes when I don't own it, we don't have an all wheel drive car anymore. No. Um, I was not comfortable with that, especially driving a Ford Focus. You know, it's not the, the, the most nimble little car. It's an economy car. And, um. Gets you to work it back. Right. Yeah. No, it's my commuter car for work. Exactly. 
But, you know, they had a shoot there today. It's also well, yesterday and today. And if anyone doesn't notice, we're recording this during the Super Bowl because we don't give two shits about the Super Bowl. No. Um, let's see what else. And also, yes. Oh, God. How am I going to forget to mention this? Saluda River Archery. Everyone has heard us mention that shop because they are fucking awesome people. They take care of us extremely well. Matter of fact, uh, I already told Jordan that I will be bringing the performance to have the other set of strings put on it very soon because I also have the podium peep that I want to put in. But I have been finding it a very big pain in the ass to get a number two lens for the podium peep. Holy shit, does that suck. Anyway, they are now hosting their own 3D archery events. Yeah. Uh, the owner is also a classically trained chef who has a catering place that's on a lot of fucking land. And they hosted one last week. Classically trained. It's professionally trained. Professionally trained. It's a fucking classical shit. He ain't playing a piano. Or a violin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Uh, might have to break out this, the violin if he's sobbing a little. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he they hosted their first event there a week ago. And I went to that one. I got to uh, shoot my buddy Arthur. And me and him had a good old time because our buddy Joey... He helped set up some of the targets, boy, and holy shit, did he chafe some asses. Woo, there were some people complaining. Man, you'd think that a challenge would be interesting and fun. To us, it is. To, 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 there's the group of people that me and Arthur like. We know Joey set this one up. Look at the fucking two trees that are hugging that ten ring. God Man, damn. if it ain't a straight line and with no, with right, all right. clearance, it's like you got to complain. Right, right. And, that, and that's what it was. And. And, it, and this is nothing against them. The course was fucking fantastic. It was absolutely great. The shot over the waterfall, the even the placement of the because I shoot known forty and Arthur is the fucking like South Carolina bare bow extraordinaire. I mean, it, it, where his state, I, I, there was one shot that was on a severe uphill. Now for me, my untrusty fucking Halo four fifty rangefinder. It was showing me at a 12 angle in, incline. And I know that damn thing reads off. So I am adding like fucking two yards to whatever it says. Oh. When I, st me and Arthur walk up to get to the white pin, which is, you know, traditional archery, bare bow, whatever. And I, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm out of curiosity. I, I know we're close. I know this is under 20 yards. I want to see what the angle is. That bitch read 37. I was like, oh shit, bro. Aim for the spine. Oh my God. He's like, why? I'm like, it's, it's showing in the thirties. I'm like, holy crap. You know, but it, it was, it was, it was set up absolutely fantastic. Um, they will be doing another one again, the, uh, weekend of Valentine's day, both Saturday and Sunday at night on Saturday. They also have an event where they will be doing like a, a steak dinner. Yeah. At 5 PM at 5 PM, which <clears throat> not bad. It's going to be 20 bucks entry for adults. Um, Except this no, time, I believe... Different pricing. You got to look at the flyer. Yeah. Well, I know. Well, the standard like bow hunter class is going to be $20. Known 40 and known 50 are now going to be considered the money classes, which is, is half twenty five. Which is 25 right. And then if you want to have the dinner, it's 20 It's $20, which ain't bad, you know. You, For a steak you, dinner. You get a professionally uh, trained chef. They're making everyone steak dinners and stuff yeah. like that, which is awesome. So that will be... Uh, yeah, well, don't will... use that word classical anymore. Okay. I'm sorry. Are you offended by me using the word classical? Yeah. Mm. When it oh. comes to a chef, yeah. Oh. 
Okay. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. So, you know, if anyone's near the upstate area of South Carolina, they're not far from the Georgia border. So if you live by the Georgia border, you probably have an under an hour drive to where this archery shoot is. Is Tennessee pretty close too? Because I know Tennessee is at like angle on our side where it butts up against Carolina because it has an angle on the right on the eastern. Well, yeah, no, it wouldn't be that far because when we take the the more local route, when we go to tack, we go to Anderson and then across Anderson into Tennessee. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, they're not even that far from there. You're probably an hour from the maybe less than an hour from the Tennessee line. It's not a bad drive. It's really not. Even for yeah. me, it's all highway from here, and I make it there an hour and five minutes. Um, but very, very cool shoot. Joey's going to be one of the people we're going to have on the show here eventually because I want to have him on because the, it, Joey's got is one of them people that, I mean, he, he's also a mechanic like I am, so he's extremely mechanically inclined. I hope so to be a mechanic. <laughs> That's not what I meant, asshole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But no, I, the topic for Joey, literally, because I like the challenge of the shoot when Joey's involved, because he's fantastic at setting up just random shots that are going to be a bitch. He knows yeah. how to set up the angle shots. He knows how to put a target in the woods that, you know, like I said, it, it was, the, the 10 ring was between two trees at 42 yards. Yeah. So people had known 40. That's, this is why, I mean, there was some asses getting chafed on that. When you were like, what the fuck, bro? Why is you going to set up like that? Stop whining. <laughs> You know, and it's it just, and I think that's the topic I want to have Joey on for is what goes through his fucking mind when he helps set up these courses. Cause he is, he is like the master of archery games. How many people he can make area. cry? Yeah. Yeah. It's not an easy shot. You know? Does he just like walk through the trees and go, hmm, that's a good spot to chafe some ass right there. You know, I mean, I, I got to have him on just for that because he is, he is like the master of the gameplay. He likes I feel like the they need to start making some of the professional shoots a little bit more challenging. Yeah, I wouldn't. I agree. Like, like there's a lot of stuff that everything is flat. I mean, even when you watch the shoot it's all flat. Yeah, everything is flat. Everything is clear. You know, and these these people they talk about, oh, they're so talented and they're this and that. Yeah, but the thing is, though, when they're shooting the same thing, the same year, you know, the same spot and the same right. distance and the same. Yeah, they're gonna remember like. It, okay, yeah, it does take talent to judge a, a distance without a rangefinder. Oh, for sure. That takes some fucking talent and it takes some practice, and I'm not I saying still like that. I like wobble. But <laughs> what I'm move. saying <laughs> is don't make it so flat and so straight and so clear. Why don't you, if all these yeah. be people are keep hitting, you know, where they're supposed to be hitting, then why don't you switch it up a bit and fucking throw some curveballs in there? Make it well, interesting. I, I think I a think lot of them. because too many of them would probably bitch. No, I, well, yeah, I agree with that. I think there would be a lot of people that would bitch, for sure. Because... But wouldn't that make them gain skill? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it would work in my mind and in yours. I like. I think that's the thing that I find the best about the challenging aspect of of the, a lot of the shoots that are, especially here in South Carolina. One, Joey's involved, like I said, and he is the master of just the gameplay to make archery shooting challenging. Um. But yeah, a lot. But a lot of the places you see host the big events like the ASAs and the IBOs. Yeah, they're military bases, so they're all flat graded land. They need big areas because I think you're no matter what you're going to run into a problem. And this is pre COVID. None of the restriction bullshit involved. You're going to have a problem when you have twenty five hundred archers show up. So 
how are you going to make it easier? I mean, it, you know, even TAC, when we went to TAC, they were like, um, shit, we had a bigger response than we thought. Uh, your yeah. time is now 8.15. Their time is now 8.20. And depending on the size of the group, I mean, we ran into a group that the, the second time we went to TAC, there was, they were like eight guys deep and they weren't supposed to have groups over five. You know, yeah, because it takes too long. And right, these, right. Oh my god, that one group that we got behind that was just taking forever. You're talking I mean, about the dude with the loud fucking Hoyt. I don't know. That orange boat was like, bong, bong. oh yeah. <laughs> but oh my gosh, they're they're looking at it, they're adjusting, and they're like, oh, maybe we should get it from this angle. And they, uh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. seriously, we don't need to take a thirty minute, you know, look around for each shot. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I like all the uh the the one group we did run into made me laugh because I noticed like the the one woman was like following him, and the guys were all like trying to guess the yardage, and she was she was like, nope, because she had the range finder on her, and then yeah. she would tell them all what the yardage was, and they'd be like, oh god damn it, I should just minus five yards. <laughs> I get it right. <laughs> like I've had days like that. Ha ha. Yeah. You know, but hey, man. It, I think that's one of the things too to just you know the the biggest thing has become the challenge. I appreciate the the, the the tack events so much because it's a challenge. I mean, shit, there was some some targets we went by and tacked. It was like forty fucking arrows in a tree. Yeah. Now yeah. they sell shirts. Yeah, yeah. Are you part of the lumberjack club? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, they release stickers now. I want to buy one because we've gone to the Tennessee events. Yeah. So I think they're like seven bucks. They're not bad. Definitely part of that club. On some of those, yep, definitely part of that I know I was. <laughs> I know I was, and so were you. The reason there were so many arrows in the tree, because you weren't getting your arrow. <laughs> no, no, no. There, there was that one that was like 72 yards on a wolf. Yeah. And was... like the, the tree was on like a 45 degree angle above the 10 ring. Bro, there was like 90 fucking arrows in this 10 inch tree. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was great. Yeah, well, mine was one of them. <laughs> so, and you line up, you're like, oh man, okay. I just watched the person in front of me. I ain't gonna make that mistake again. You're like, oh nope. fuck. I, nope. I smashed their arrow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's about all I got. I know I had the one topic there, and just basically what was going on here with us. Well, you and Doug might be going to the R100 in Georgia. March. Well, I'm trying to convince him to go to the R100 in Georgia, and he's trying to convince me to go to to drive to Florida to go to the R100 in Florida in April. So we're 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 both trying to play the mind fuck games on each other. Who's going to be better at convincing the other one? You know, we're trying to do that to each other right now. Yeah, highly doubt you're going because uh, I know he's listening. I give it a 99.9 percent .9 to 100 percent that he's not going 200%. in April. No, yeah, he's not going in April. <laughs> sorry because there's no way that you'd be able to drive because you'll be working friday night oh, and no. then you'd have to drive saturday morning and shoot and make it back sunday because you ain't throwing a, a day of work just to fucking drive mm -hmm. sorry because you work that second shift so yep work that second shift life i'm not i'm not throwing you to maybe getting into an accident because you're fucking tired Going to oh. work from driving all weekend just mm -hmm. for a shoot that you could have done in Georgia. I know, I know. You and Arthur can go in Georgia. He's here. Oh, that's probably going to happen. Yeah. Arthur already said he's going. He's like, you going? Like, he's yeah. like, yeah, man, of course. He's like, fuck, there's a, there's a shoot at Tab that weekend. I'm like, all right. So, he's like, 
you know, R100 is three days. You can go to R100 Friday, go to Tab Saturday, go back to R100 Sunday, finish it up. She's like, I think I could do Tab Saturday morning and still make it to Georgia and do the R. I'm like, you, you, you're talking about fucking like 75 targets in one day. I got that. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm sure you do. He doesn't have kids. Why well, he also goes to a shop and he will shoot for like five hours straight. Because he don't have kids. Guess yeah, what? Man. You got all that extra energy. Remember what it was like when we didn't have kids? Oh, life was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> but when you got kids, it's like all your, they suck your soul out of your life. Yeah, it's all right. And then your energy. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. fuck. All right. I got like 10% left. How do I divert this? Right. Yeah, exactly. So, Yeah. Trust me, you know all the shoots we'd be going to if we didn't, if it was just us? Oh, I know. That's yeah. for sure. It'd be a whole different story, but it's not. It's what it is. Yep. And that's that. That's so, true. That is true. But we're trying to get him back on, too, for a, a redo of that podcast. Yes, we have to. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we got my, the microphones that will work out better. Yeah, but. we have the real, the, the right microphones here now with us, so it'll actually sound decent. Yeah. Which will be much better. It won't be as tinny as echoey as our uh i think you should actually 3d print a piece that would fit our table so this the stands can hook onto them because there was the table's too thick for the clamp oh for the the dining room yeah, table. yeah. Oh, maybe like, something that the clamp about? could could sit on or you could yeah, clamp yeah. to or something like that that's true i can probably do that i 3d print everything the hell else i mean i made myself a light adapter because i don't have the money right now to uh buy myself the light kit for my site so i made an adapter to just run the wire with the fiber into and then use your standard you know blue burst light that you would get with a hunting site it works yeah yeah it's it's it's, it's absurdly bright yeah you know? so i don't think there's anything so, wrong with that yep 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 usually when you're like i don't got the money for this and you look at their car and they got duct tape on that shit you're like all right maybe you need to save but yours actually works yeah 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 Oh, actually, yeah, there is one more thing I wanted to discuss or actually just talk about real quick. I've mentioned it before. I use Optics 300s lenses on my, uh, on my target site, oh, even on my hunting bow. I have a 2X lens on my inertia in my uh, HHA site. If you can and if you decide to use a magnifier, and I know it's going to sound petty and stupid, <laughs> the standard lens is like... I think they're like $40 now. Something like that. Like four, yeah, I think it's like 40 bucks. It ends up being like $45 ship. The premium lens is like $10 more. Do yourself a favor. Just buy the premium lens. And this is not to say that the, the standard lens is good. But when I have, I have a 2X lens from him, I have a 4X lens, and I now have a 6X premium edition lens for my perform x to do 3d shooting with because i everyone's telling me just get the 6x man you can see the fucking circles better all right whatever so just to shut up everybody i got the 6x 6x um normally when you change a lens like that you have to go to a different clarifier the 6x is so clear that i was able to use the exact same clarifier that i was using on my standard 4x lens which is good so there was no need for me to go to a number three because my vision in my left, my right eye is fucked or whatever. Because I can't shoot with my glasses on anyway because my glasses overcorrect and then I get the huge burst pin and my vision goes to shit. So I have to take my glasses off and then allow the 
magnifier and the clarifier to do the correction and then it works out perfectly because i can see everything um so if you are going to go to a six or even the four because most likely at a four if you get the premium edition you wouldn't need a one five or two oh lens you could probably work work off the the base one lens anyway it's the clarity is so much different it's really really good and it is worth the extra ten dollars so i just wanted to touch on that for anyone else who happens to be shooting you know even for hunting because i have a magnifier on my hunting bow it's only a 2x and i have a one a number one uh clarifier in there and it's perfect which is good because when you go to events like tac if you have a 2x lens in your sight reaching out to 120 yards ain't so bad when the target looks like it's only 60 yeah so <laughs> you and you run a number no you have a four uh-huh you have a four in your four. Uh, cbe site yeah so also from the same person from optics 300 um guy's name is tan ranch very very cool person very very friendly so all right that's about all i have that's that's what i got all righty too folks we we're gonna try to do a weekly go we're gonna try and go back to a weekly as long as nothing else goes awry in our mm -hmm. in our world and next week i'll i'll be going to the saluda river second one yeah because he's he seems right now from what we see we, we we're seeing one per month on the schedule so far he seems to be filling gaps where there's no other events, which is nice. And we're going to try to get a schedule for Arthur. Yes, and Arthur you said and you Sam. Want, and, and uh, Joey. Yes, and Joey, yeah. Because we'll I want Joey on. And then me and Arthur have been talking about topics to try and keep the, 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 the episode we want to do about trad archery more focused on topics on trad archery instead of getting... Sidetracked. Yeah, repeatedly. Well, the, the my problem is, is that I think I have to kind of write them down because see, I'm, I'm really unfamiliar with some of the language and mm -hmm. the lingo on some things. So when I, when I try to explain what I'm asking, it, it, it doesn't come out the, what I'm thinking of. Right. So then you're looking at me like, is she really this retarded or no, is she no, drinking too much? No, no, I did the same thing. And well, I'm trying to explain it, but it's still not coming out any right. And I'm right. like, fuck. I got to think about it, but I can't just sit and think about it on a podcast because then it's all dead air. Right. So mm -hmm. then I'm just kind of stumbling over words. Mm -hmm. So I got to kind of get my thoughts together maybe and actually prepare for a fucking podcast. Oh man, we I might have do. to have some notes. Ever. No, I think it would be just good to have No, we've had topics. notes before. Like the bullet points would be good. What's the difference between, you know, standard trad and Olympic trad? And, and what's the difference between- American and Asian? Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll, we'll have a list of topics for him. So, because it'll just make our lives so much easier. All right. You, you good now? Yeah, you know I got that point. Yeah, I know you did. So, <laughs> all right, folks. Get out there. Have fun. Go shoot. You know, like I said, if you're in the upstate South Carolina area, uh, we will be posting the information about Saluda River's shoot coming this weekend. So, come on out. Come and shoot. Everybody out here is cool. So. We will talk to you all next time. Yep.